There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, and look over there. Wow. Is that oh, culture? Oh, yes. Goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. And at this point, I, I want to run this by Bowen. We've all been recording, our, us and our guests have all been recording, and we've had an amazing conversation so far that hasn't been on the pod. Don't you agree, though? Yeah. And so I think that we should go back and you can listen now to the conversation that we've been having. I don't know. It's, what's that, what's happening? <laughs> you want people, you want I the reader to- I want to play the conversation that we all just had together now. Oh, but see, no, here's the thing. I stopped my recording and oh, I restarted. No. Bowen, Yang. Oh, damn. Why you Wait, did that? We, we got we got to restart now. No, don't uh, we? let's just let, no, we don't. Let, let's restart. <laughs> oh, Anna has it. Uh, okay, Ahan no, says, Anna has the recording. We don't have to start. Okay, um, <laughs> we're gonna play this converse, this little beat of this this little beat of conversation now. Hi, Doug. I have one more question. Hi, Does George on? have a pop filter? I don't. I'm sorry. Okay, great. You might want to move just slightly back from it. I can. It's get, yeah. There you go. Thank Is you. you can push the push the mic forward too. Okay, sure, I can do that. Is this better? Slightly? It's hard to tell until you get going, but it'll until work. Until you get a be <laughs> Thank you. I was actually um, very passive-aggressively sent a pop filter. Um, didn't know it was coming, and all of a sudden it arrived, and I realized what, that, what was being said behind, about me behind my back was that I needed a pop filter. This industry is so cruel. It's very cruel, <laughs> and there's a lot of 
you know, straight men that we work with sending gay men pop filters. And it's a microaggression. It says, it, it says, be silent. It says, you know what I mean? It says, <laughs> yeah. it says don't yes. pop, you know? It, yeah, it says, oh, try saying an S. Yeah. yeah, it's exactly. saying your lisp is in the sounds way. A little, sounds a little lispy <laughs> there. It says, you know, it says, you know what? Your P's and B's, which is a little coded, are <laughs> popping. And I said, you damn right. My P's and B's pop. I'll save it for the pod. This is gold. <laughs> my P's and B's be popping. They see me after school. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. Little mama. <laughs> I love and that track. <laughs> for some reason, that track was always too loud on my iTunes. And when it came on, it would just like be like... The mixing. We're going to do something revolutionary with the pod. Okay, so that was our conversation. That was our amazing and conversation with our guests. This is historic. Yeah, this is fun, though. I like that we haven't done this before. Yeah, and it's also like, I, I thought that what we were talking about was so interesting, which was the song Little Mama and Avril Lavigne. Uh, you mean girl, the Girlfriend remix? <laughs> yeah, that's what yes. I meant. <laughs> but I also think that it's it's fun to say it's the song Little Mama, Lil Mama and, Avril Lavigne, and Avril Lavigne, which what a moment in culture. Little Mama, I mean, things just fully stopped with her when she like stormed the stage at the VMAs that one year, remember? Yeah, well, they stopped. Two, 2009. That was like, I think, the last moment where it was permissible to be Little Mama in public. Um, but oh, before that, never forget where she, when she was like, um, you always cease to cease amaze to me. Amaze me. <laughs> yeah. You all, you guys are so amazing. You always cease to amaze me. You always cease to amaze me. <laughs> Which Incredible is judging. truly iconic. America's yes. Next Best Dance Crew. Lil Mama was mm-hmm. the judge. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, I think I think she was really important to the culture. We were all talking about, as you just heard, how the song Lil Mama and Avril Lavigne is, mm-hmm. the mix on it is insane. Oh, no, I'm sorry. On Lip Gloss is insane. Oh, there Lip Gloss is amazing. And you know what? Actually, Lil Mama is a moment of culture, and she didn't make the list. We may have to do another list. We may have to do another list. Matt, <sighs> I, well, first I want to check in with you. How are you dealing with fame <laughs> how am i dealing with fame uh it's it's been a lot you know i'm very famous now and now that hot dog is out i'm famous i'm in the a-list uh blake lively is texting me which is like my first that's exactly the first place my brain went where, okay you're famous what happens to you blake lively texts you. Text you yeah um no it's I, i'm super excited about the show being out i think it looks really cute i think it's, it's super so fun. wonderful it's so great. I'm so You like it? I love it so much. It's made me so happy. I've rewatched the episodes. Thank you for doing that. I, I love the sort of um Trojan horsing of Gru into the show. Did you notice that I was very myself on the show? Yes, and we love that. And you say that in a way that is Well, a can I say something vulnerable. that's weird? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've really never seen like myself in like a long form on screen, like being myself. And so watching myself it was sort of like meeting a stranger that I knew. Does that make sense? It's like, I don't know that person at all. And I wonder if I encountered that person, what I would feel like and what I would say or do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But I, I understand that that is me. It's weird to see yourself on. You're being played. You're literally being played back like a condensed edited version of yourself. And you're like, Oh, this is, me yeah and that's you know something that you've been dealing with for some time although often oftentimes when you're on screen you're wearing sort of a fun wig Mm. or you know like a saturday night live style costume yes yes and yet i still think that's not me yeah well that's because you do amazing performance that's true that's very true you 
You get me. And Jester? you got me good. Jester, you, know, you have done for it For you, again. literally, Jester, you have done it again and again and again. And every Jester, time it, you're doing an amazing this. sketch, you're doing it again, Jester. Jester, yeah. I don't I don't anticipate being in these shows whatsoever. We'll see. Why you say this? Why you feel this way? I feel this way because it's, you know, there's it's going to be a shorter show. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, there's just there's just not as much real estate, and there's more and there's more, and it's the biggest cast we've ever had in, in the history of the show. And so there's four hundred people on the cast. Four hundred nine. Giddy up four oh nine. See, at that point, I think they just put they should just have four hundred ten. You know what I mean? No, I Lauren likes the prime number. Okay, it's that makes a, a lot number. of sense. It might be twenty. Twenty. <laughs> This is one of our most beautiful traditions on the show is where we have oh. a little four top going. Don't, don't wouldn't love, you say? Love a four top. Mm-hmm. Love a square. Mm-hmm. Love a sort of, um, you know, quadrant city. moment. Yeah, yes. exactly. Sex in the city. And that's exactly what I was thinking. This is sex in the city. Especially when I looked at one of the people that we have on the show because famously, you know, this person who we're not saying their name because they're the guest and then we haven't revealed the guest, but one of them used to do Sex in the City live stagings with you, Bowen. That's right. And we've talked about this every time he's been on the show. Yeah. Yes. But it's, but you never, you know, sometimes like some new people are tuning in and you have to tell them history. That's right. History. History has its eyes on us. Mm-hmm. And I am just so happy that these these two boys are here. There's some of my well, they have they host my favorite podcast. They host my favorite podcast. You know, there's been a Nympho Wars sized vacuum hole in the podcast space, and I think they're big hole. They they're they're not really meeting that occasion, but it's it's sort of cerebral on the same level as Nympho Wars was in some on some level, wouldn't you say? No, no. Okay, no, I don't think they're as smart as them. No. Okay. No, okay. no, 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 no. I don't. I, I actually don't tune in for the intelligence. I tune in for the laughs. I tune in for the laughs. No, these these two boys are very smart, very funny. I think above all else, I would funny. say above all else, number one, they are funny. Is number one. Second yeah. is they are white. Mm. Third is they are gay. Fourth yes. is that they are so cute. So cute. <laughs> so cute. In so fact, cute. you and I throughout the years have discussed with each other our crushes on the boys. Oh my God, that's right. We have little charted tickles. little tickles. Little tickles. Sam is, oh, and he's wearing this neon Chromatica shirt that I just noticed and he is. He really is. He's, do, he's, doing, the, he's doing the cut it out motion with, yes. his, with his hands, but we're not gonna. We're not gonna. We felt little tickles sometimes when it comes to these boys and actually it's a front runner for title of F. Little tickles. Little tickles sometimes. Little tickles sometimes. Okay, so I think at this point we bring them in. They host the wonderful podcast Stradio Lab. Welcome into your ears. George, George Severus, and, and Sam Taggart. Oh wow. my God. Happy Hello. Christmas okay. to us. Happy and to Christmas us to a good us. night. Okay. I have to say something. And I said, I brought this up to Matt the other day. Mm-hmm. We've, we've, I, 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 Matt, I think, has made this comparison. He goes, um, I think he, 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 Matt's like, oh, I'm the Sam and you're the George. And I was like, I actually think it's flipped where I'm the Sam and Matt's the George because Matt and George both um, lead the conversation in some way. What ways. are you doing right now? Uh, eh, you're fired. <laughs> you gotta go. I, but I just think Sam and I are like really, we're kind of like the steady sort of rocks 
in the in the duo and we're just sort of like yeah okay that's that's interesting and then George and Matt are the ones popping off kind of connecting all the dots together doing all of that huh. interesting I, don't know. I mean Sam, a, what do you what do you think I mean it's a definitely a contrarian theory I would but say. not one that I disagree with I I see the Thank the you. connection there you think you're more down to earth than I am no, not <laughs> down to earth like just like like you know what's uh, just exactly exactly and huh. that's like what makes it me up in no. and lead the conversation see, yeah, oh. like one st- <laughs> no 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 you see what happened right there sam got oh, no. halfway, halfway she's through a thought she, she got segment. halfway through a thought and didn't know the rest of the words which is me culture and no, also not for nothing culture. everyone one thing is that in every podcast duo, there's one that knows plays and knows books, and one that doesn't know plays and books. And but Sam I and books, I both just not plays. No, Sam, Sam you don't know books. books. You don't know books, Sam. No, Sam knows books. Sam does know books. That's ridiculous to say. I publicly read Ursula Who? K. Le Guin. Sam is an, oh was an English God. major. <laughs> I majored in STEM, That's like right. Carly Claus. <laughs> 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 oh my god I didn't even read a book until you know I was in my 20s that's that's false advertising I'm self-taught and no. I and I brought in this very like terrible conversational frame it's not true there's no like you know perfect alignment with this but I'm just saying like isn't it fun to think of each of the four of us as very multitudinous people yeah, it's so fun to think about that, but I mean, I don't think that's the truth. I don't no. think that we have like that much going on. The first on. thing they told us when they, we, we've talked about this on the podcast, but we were part of a podcasting reality show and then we won and then we are in contract to produce 400 episodes of the podcast. <clears throat> Paula <laughs> Abdul chose us. And one oh, thing they huge. said is if you contain multitudes, you have to pick one and mm. one person has to have one multitude and the other person has to have the other and they need to be mm. complimentary. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which was such a helpful note. I feel like we've grown so much. I mean, not too much because we don't want to gain more. No, facets, they said but... grow, uh, <laughs> you know, a, a pre-specified amount. And yeah. after each episode, they tell us that too much growth or not enough growth. Yeah. I guess one question that I have right away just to start off the podcast is, does Paula give you guys notes on every episode? Um, I think in this universe that we've created, uh, she does give us notes. She emails us every single episode we release. Well, she emails Sam because he's more <clears throat> he can, he's better with before. words. But then she sends me uh-huh. a video of of her dancing. <gasps> it, wow! The interpret it's like she's doing a dance performance that conveys what her critiques are. Yes, hmm. she's producing um, both Hillary Clinton and Bethany Frankel's new podcasts. Wow. Mm, Those I think are going to be really similar, actually. (laughs) Do do you know what I was trying? I I was looking at, I don't know why. I was looking at the podcast um, (laughs) rankings, which are so depressing because it's literally like Joe Rogan, you know, uh, Megyn Kelly. And and I (laughs) saw that the two high profile podcasts that are about to premiere are Bethany and Hillary. And Mm -hmm. I thought I wanted to make some kind of joke that was like, whoever wins, that means the election will go one way. And then I was like, wait. Which way would that mean? Which one of them is? Uh huh. Yeah, that's interesting. If you were to poll people, do you like Bethany or Hillary better? Which one of them is Trump and which one is Biden? I think it is sort of an alien versus predator situation where mm-hmm. it's no matter who wins, we lose. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's actually really important to say. And never forget <laughs> that in the movie Alien versus Predator, Kelly Rowland gets murdered after she calls um, uh, Freddy Krueger a faggot. So um, 
I do want to is, say uh, it is. I, I don't know if this. I'm not iconic. allowed to. I, I'm yeah. not allowed. No, to that really did of, happen. I'm not allowed to coin a rule of culture, but I do want to say just specifically you for, for for this year, I would say a rule of culture is no matter who wins, we lose. <laughs> Alien yeah. versus predator. I think yeah, it's actually it's rule, of, it's rule of culture number seventy one. This year, this year is alien, no ma- alien versus, versus predator. predator. No matter, no matter who, wins, who wins, we lose. We lose. That is a tough rule of culture, but you know, I think it, it can get some catchy. Tough, but uh, it fair. can be catchy. It's 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 officially in. It's well, officially in. Know. I mean, once once we say it in unison, it's in. <laughs> it's sealed, darling. Darling. <laughs> who, who was that young girl? Oh, it was you know who it was? Martha. It was uh, not Martha McSally. It was. <laughs> was like, we will never change the Constitution. <laughs> Someone was like, that's what an amendment is, you absolute craze. craze. Oh, I'm so tired of it. I hate it. Me like, too. When know. someone says something dumb and then someone smart is like, that's actually dumb. It's like, yeah, <laughs> that's like their thing. Like, but now I know up. that that person said a dumb thing, you know? Like, I don't care. They're dumb. They've been dumb. Who's, Grow d- up. who's It's like, who's more dumb? The person saying dumb things or the person whose entire identity is pointing out that things are dumb? <sighs> oh my God, both. A- a- absolutely both. Hashtag both. Hashtag <laughs> Both hashtag. Both Both hashtag. (laughs) I say hashtag after. I think it'll catch on. Yeah, that sounds really smart. Innovative. Wait, we're all such sisters. (laughs) I know. We really are. (laughs) We really are. are. On our our podcast, I mentioned, I said something and I said, oh, and then my sisters did this. And then Sam was clearly so confused and said, you know, I'm so used to the new meaning of sisters that I think sisters should be called girl brothers. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because when I hear sisters, I think gay guys that I'm friends with that, you know, I, I, yes. I'm i on a text thread with perhaps like, yeah, that's what sisters. sister means to me. And my, my sisters, sisters are not gay guys. They're straight no. women. <laughs> yeah, no. And and it's really I mean, yeah, you really don't know that's the, the term is so nonspecific at this point. Mm-hmm. It's like aloha. It's like aloha. <laughs> it's like like, aloha. Should we even be using it for anybody anymore? Right? right? Does that make sense? Well, we've right. dreamed. We've sort of dreamed up something I think is better, which is Girl Brothers. Girl Brothers. Girl which Brothers. Which sounds like a problematic movie from the late nineties, <laughs> right? Or from the you know mid two thousands, or from yeah, like you know, you know yeah, now. Kind of, it sounds like White Chicks era, mm-hmm. Sorority Boys, Sorority yeah, Boys, Sorority Boys. Yes, right, right. It sounds like Sam's favorite movie. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. <laughs> Is that Famously. really your favorite movie, you freak? Yes. It's, it's okay. It's not my favorite movie, yes. but I do think it's hot, and I do want to watch them have sex with each other. Because you think Kevin James is is Kevin James your number one? Who's your Kevin, number one? Who's my number one? Gay or straight? Oh, James Gandolfini. Hot, but he's oh, dead, so I don't know if that counts. My God. I really believe that for you because you love a big old, big old, big old bear. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. I know it. Oh my it. god! I mean, when have you guys watched Sopranos? Like when he holds a woman's head and his hands are like so big. I'm like, I'm I I want to be that woman. Wow. You know? What's he doing to her head? Just like holding her hair, and it's like, but his hands are gigantic on her Ro- little petite head. Oh, it's romantic and sexual. Yeah, it's hot. Okay, it's romantic it's, and sexual. Is it? It's sexual. It's romantic and sexual. It's sexual in nature. <laughs> <laughs> is James Gandolfini is has such an energy. I was recently watching 
Well, we were talking about how Lucy Liu was in God of Carnage and got mm-hmm. terrible <laughs> reviews. Yeah. And so then that <laughs> led me down a path of, because J- James Gandolfini was, the, was in the original Broadway cast of God of Carnage, and it led me down a path of watching public TV interviews with the original cast. Uh-huh. And they were Marcia all Gay. Like, Sorry? Marsha Gay. Gay. Marsha Gay. Hope, Hope Davis, Davis. Jeff Daniels. Yes, good cast. And... Um, and and James Gandolfini and everyone else, you know, is trying. Marsha, especially, God bless her. It's she's trying so hard to make very kind of intricate points, and then James Gandolfini will just, with a grunt, say so much more. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I mean, he really was. That was a loss. That was sad. Yeah. Oh, no, it was so I actually sad. watched them um, over <clears throat> when I was visiting my mom? I, I watched uh, enough said. I was just going to uh-huh. ask, how was that? Oh, it's great. I had already seen it and, and it was just as good the second time. It's sad, right? I haven't seen it. It's like, I would say it's uh, bittersweet. I mean, it's like one of those romantic comedies that has a non-traditional narrative. But I mean, it is ultimately a romantic comedy. And like, I think it has a lot of heart. I think it's one of N- Nicole Halofsson. No, like, no I, I re- I'm upset. I reject. I'm upset. No, I'm we're upset. mad. We're, 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 we're mad. We're mad. We want we're traditional mad. narratives only, Queen. <gasps> I'm sorry, but if you're making a romantic comedy, aka rom-com, Hello? can you keep it traditional? Can oh it be God. the break featuring you. Jennifer Aniston yeah. and Vince Vaughn found dead in a ditch? Found absolutely <laughs> dead. If a movie isn't Runaway Bride, I don't want to watch it. It's Rule Culture number 102. If a movie if a isn't, movie Runaway, isn't Bride, Runaway Bride, I don't want to watch it. it. I don't want to see When I watched the breakup starring Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn when I was uh, very young, probably, you know, two. Um, I remember thinking this is so radical because like in spoiler in the last scene they're they no longer are together and they I think like see each other yeah. on the street and I was like this is groundbreaking that this movie ended like this well they truly break up yes they, I mean exactly. they didn't call it the breakup for nothing I mean no girl honey no. <laughs> they called it that because the movie um, sort of depicted a breakup between Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston. And actually, I also recently watched this movie. I don't know why, but it was oh. on. And I think it was on after a Housewives, actually. And um, it takes them a long time to like get into the movie. The breakup? Yeah. I mean, I truly haven't watched it since I was like four, you know, 13, 14. But um, I remember, you know, when you're like first like... Realizing you're gay. I mean... This is the premise of this podcast. First realizing, not not just okay. that, but realizing like, He's I like before. good things. Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> when, when you watch the hours and you're like, oh my fucking God. Uh-huh. That I had a moment like that with the breakup where I was like, this is sophisticated. Well, I think that's wow. the sweetest spot when you can watch like absolute trash and think it's smart. Like yes. yeah. I remember watching Final Destination and being like, Oh my God, this movie is so smart and uh-huh. so edgy. And <laughs> like, you this movie is like a book. This no, movie yes. is <laughs> literature. I, 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 literature. I, I, went, I went into my AP comp class and called the show Lost Literature. Well, that was the age, that was the age, like 10th and 11th grade, you were looking at everything in terms of like symbolism. Mm-hmm. And yes. it, ev- everything was complex. Every, like I was watching Grey's Anatomy being like, oh my God, in the pilot, this foreshadows. That. I was just like, I was thinking like the most. That was me with Desperate Housewives. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Major. Oh my God. So every, good. every episode title is a Sondheim song. It's like, yeah, like it was so easy 
to like lay layer on meaning onto that show. To trick kids into thinking God, intellectual. God, the one where she, where like Laurie Metcalf is like in the supermarket. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, you mean the yeah, episode yeah. Bang? Bang. The, I, the iconic episode Bang, a masterpiece of, of Laurie Metcalf holds up a grocery store. Yeah. Laurie Metcalf holding up a grocery store. Kirsten Warren. Sorry? She kills <laughs> Kirsten Warren, which is the name of the actress that plays the woman who dies in that episode. Yes, thriller. correct. Also, you know, Dana Delaney. Dana. Da- no one can say Dana say. Delaney was not in Desperate Housewives. No one can say she wasn't. <laughs> no, she was in it multiple times. Multiple and you know times. how her character left the show? Sudden lesbianism. Well, that can be deadly. For her oh, character, yeah. it was. For her oh, check, it was. I do also <gasps> remember when there were... They- <laughs> I remember also when one season ended with just a fire that burned the entire Wisteria Lane. Okay, ready? Oh, yeah. What is everyone's favorite disaster episode of a shitty soap, quote-unquote shitty soap show? Uh, to oh, to oh, remind oh, I you, got it. go, Sam. Uh, the Grey's Anatomy episode where there's the bomb in the guy... Code Black. ...in the guy's heart or something? Code Black, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's the end of the world crazy. as we know it, yeah. Christina yeah. Ricci comes in holding a bomb in someone's chest... <laughs> and um, yes, yes. This is the Super Bowl episode, isn't that right, Bowen Yang? It, this is the Super Bowl episode. Um, it was, um, I think, it was the highest rated Grey's Anatomy episode ever. And I think I, I I watched it again the other the other week, and I think it is great television. I think it's oh, really stunning. well written. It's 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 really good. <laughs> I mean, my, my instinct was to alert. say this is not a disaster, but my instinct was to say the Great uh, Grey's Anatomy episode where they where the pole is going through two different people and yep yeah one of them has yes. into you like a train season 2 uh yeah <laughs> wait matt do you really remember all these like the titles mm-hmm. i do actually yeah. remember the end of the world as we know it as a title yes that that yeah. was the, that was the code black episode two parter yeah. it's the end of the world no, dot, 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 as we, yep as, as we yep. know it yeah as we know it you guys Genius. are crazy <laughs> but i stopped watching grays after i guess season 4 it must have been i think i made it through season 6 I, the episode that really upset me was the Shooting episode. Shooting episode. Mm, yeah, yeah, that was that was were, that was really intense. Well, they graphically killed many characters that were serious <laughs> regulars out of nowhere, and I think the Mandy point, Moore. I think they. Oh no, they didn't. They didn't kill. Wait, Mandy I'm Moore. sorry. There was a shooting in the in Seattle Grace Hospital. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's too much. I don't like that. I think the season before there was a plane crash that most of them were on, and that's how Lexi dies. And Mark Sloan. Ooh, yeah. um, basically, no, the, the plane way crash that, was after the shooting, unfortunately. After the plane shooting. crash was after the shooting. Yeah, yeah. I think that my favorite insane moment on one of those shows had to be the tornado on Wisteria Lane. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Oh, yeah. sure, sure, sure. You sure, had sure. Roger Sterling get impaled by a picket fence. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Conveniently, John Slattery was Eva Longoria's husband on the show and he was like blackmailing her or something or like she was going to go to jail or something because of something he was doing <laughs> and he took a white picket th- fence through the chest. <laughs> Come on, symbolism. <laughs> Suburbia will kill you. That's John why Slattery it's literature. So much. <laughs> He's done a lot. He's done very, very, very good things mm. and I think consistently good. I'll tell you what oh, else he I was expecting you to say, and very, very bad things. No, I'm no, like, it, I was about to say that, but I don't think he has. No, memorable, memorable little guest roles or recurring guest roles and a lot of good stuff. Yes. Like him as the politician in 30 Rock. Or, yeah, was that 30 Rock? Yeah. Where he's like the, like, the blue collar. He politician. wears the diaper. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. He's in a lot of good stuff. I would let him gnaw on me. Oh, I would, yes. I Preemptively, yeah, I would just commit suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Bowen, would you let him murder on. you in any form? or? <laughs> I would let him... Um, <laughs> tickle you? Tickle you? I, little tickle? Like, little tickles? Uh-huh. I would let him sh- like shoot a shoot a little like crossbow and have the arrow graze my shoulder. Oh, I thought you, you were going to say shit nice. on my face. That is so gorgeous. <laughs> no, no, no. I let him shoot a crossbow and shit on my face. Oh. Yes. <laughs> no thanks, okay. No thanks, um, poop. Gotta no say No thanks, it. poop. No and I deal Listen. with assholes all the time. Oh, oh honey, we oh, oh, honey. Oh, honey. Oh, my goodness. Honey. Are you guys using these, like, like, like these, like, crotch deodorants and, like, ball toners Absolutely and not. stuff? No, 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 no. We're, I mean, well, first of all, we should say that um, we've been sent some stuff. And we'll, we'll, there's there's an ad that we'll probably get to later on this. Oh, sorry. I, is that the I, same I, an ad? Is this, then, yes, is this Spawn? I, no, I, <laughs> No. Is this SpawnCon right now? I actually yeah. am wearing some right now. Whenever my balls are stinky as hell, I use I use ball toner. <laughs> uh, we I, I I but I bought separately went to Pure for Men and bought like the the fiber pills which do not work on me. I, Wait, we are both work? Pure for Men power users. Make that them. three. Wait, you know yeah. who swears? I don't need Dull. it. My my hole is like my I'm like clean all the time. Clean as a whistle. Feels like velvet. Clean all the I mean, time. I think Pure for Men <laughs> has is this true? No. Just kidding. But is it that um, you're supposed you're to take not- one giant? Is it that you're supposed to take one gigantic <laughs> shit every day and that's it? Joel I, swears yeah. by it. God, it's supposed to be one giant. Sure, shit. I'll share this about myself. Yeah, I sure. take one shit every morning, and that's it. That's it. I'm taking. I'm taking four a day total, right? Yes. And I'm taking one big shit in the morning, and then I'm taking like three cauldron ones later <laughs> on in the day. Poisonous yeah. shit. Did you just no. start t- taking? I start, no, I I've had it for like a month now. Okay, yeah, I had weird. I had a weird thing with um. I started prep, and then that was too much for me, and I and oh. I stopped. Did anyone here when they started prep get a little sick in the beginning? That's what I'm saying. I did. I did, but then I was also like going through a separate minor and non non important surgery, so I was like, I can't be all sick and doing something else. So I just stopped. Mm-hmm. I forgot what I was going to say, but um, generally, I was going to say that I tried Pure for Men. I'm still taking it, but I, I was taking it for like a month and it was kind of working. And then I stopped, got deeply constipated. And then I, yeah. <laughs> and then I started again. And I'm like still on that journey of trying to like regulate again. And I, it's not like working perfectly. I took it for a full calendar year with no bottoming in my life, just as a fiber supplement. <laughs> That's nice. I yeah. mean, is this fun to hear about? That's always what I wonder when we talk Please about our holes. Please write in. Our- oh, no, they love it. They love it. I, I, and I really like talking about Please it. Please write in. I actually kind of want to say right now that, Bowen, have you used your ball stuff that they sent you? I have. I'm I have. I'm willing to use it right now. On the oh, as cam? In, as in right I, now? I kind of want to like try it out now live. Go. Go, okay, go, I'm, go. I'm going to get my stuff. Keep Talk wow, about this really um, is SpawnCon. having butt sex and stuff. So this is, this. it is just like ball ball cologne explain so it is a spray it's not like a a, i don't know a powder or a balm or something it's a spray and then there's um like basically a cream a Mm. lotion that's just safe for your it's scrotum safe i guess i don't know what about your skin down there would I mean, it's 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 less or more perfumed i don't know okay so matt has the bottle matt's back with the bottle and he's spraying it. 
So what we have here is we have ball deodorant and we have ball toner, refreshing ball toner. Matt, I have to say there are so many of your listeners are currently jerking it to you explaining (laughs) this process. George is right. I can feel them. I'm taking I'm taking my pants off. You can't see it. Okay. Oh, my God. This is history. And that's right here. So what do I use first, the toner or the deodorant? Deodorant is more of like a like a moisturizer that you can just like rub. Okay, so I oh got it, got it, got it. So this is this is like a. I can't believe this is happening. Like a gel. This is this I is feel very like, I'm like, on like Howard Stern. This is very Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, it's very Howard Stern. What is the machine on Howard Stern that all that like? What does he have like a fart gun or something? Like the sex machine? No, there's like a sex machine. Yeah, we need to do something like really right. messed up. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna I'm putting it in my hand. How much wow. are you supposed to use? I got. I am. I. Can't right, confirm he's using it. Oh right, my go. god! I'm a I'm little, I'm a rub- little incredulous. I'm rubbing it on my. This is like. Oh, this I mean, is, it's this been. Is, this is it's, weird. It's been a while since I've been on this podcast, and I don't really know like I, th- what turns you've got, taken. I have to like, say, we, I thought <laughs> Sam and I were going to come in and kind of like bring a kooky, fun energy and like disrupt things, but I did not expect to be the conservative one. No, I'm like, I'm like, everyone, stop! This feels so great. I actually, you know, what? I'm going to break character and say, I don't. You're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's not breaking character for you, prude ass. <gasps> oh my god! Stop. We're there. This is all going. This is all escalating too quickly. Okay, that's I have one to of the say worst something. You can call a person. Everyone feels so comfortable calling me prude. This <laughs> you feels rude. unbelievable. <laughs> it feels amazing. You're, no, he's just doing the ad. You're just Matt, doing, stop this doing ad the at ad. This, point. this is disgusting. <laughs> okay, wait. Here's what you guys love. My balls. Every single one of you has thought about Perfect it. Perfect in every way. What? I said, as much as this product seems perfect in every way, and I would love it if you sent me some so I can also try it in the privacy of my own home, I still happen to think this is inappropriate for the podcast. Here's what I will say. I am anti-deodorant in general. And the oh, last right. thing Sam's a I think we need, Sam's a stinker. The We've last about this. thing we need is more deodorant. I don't need to be deodorizing other parts of my body. I can't even deodorize what I have, and I don't want to. Why are you? Be- why are you this? Because, because, my sense, <laughs> because I think it's fine. Like, oh, it doesn't smell that bad. It's fine. Going to use the toner. This is a, an area where I disagree with Sam because I, <laughs> if I don't wear deodorant, I smell so bad within truly like 30 minutes. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's Sam is like making this sort of rule. It's not a rule, but Sam is being like, I'm anti-deodorant because I like it when people smell bad. But it it feels very sort of like... It goes against respect, like like sort of um olfactory respectability. Politics. Yes, exactly. But yeah, <laughs> well, but it's like I I, I, don't, I don't know that I agree with Sam either. I don't want bad. I just want them to smell like plain. Like I no, I don't I like a lot of like so scents. I like a man that smells really good. But but wait, I like a man that like smells. If like you a just man. put on, if you put on an inoffensive like you know, Arm & Hammer deodorant, you smell more plain than if you don't put anything on and then smell bad. That's true. That's true. That's true. Like I'm not wearing a deodorant that's like you know, uh, you know, are I don't know, can't think of a single scent as an example. <laughs> and if I'm being completely honest, Hookies when I'm and like cream flavored, when I'm like around <laughs> like you know like professional things, I I do wear deodorant because I don't sure. want to be upsetting to people. But I don't really like when you're having sex with someone and like they're like down by your balls i'll say it on this podcast if we're howard sterning it like yeah, it's are. allowed to smell like yeah balls. meanwhile matt and has some- his dick out <laughs> and sometimes it should smell like balls because that smell is kind of hot 
I don't know if see my thing is just like I, I I love the smell of men like I love the smell of like dick like I I like it but <laughs> but but not nasty dick like like it shouldn't be I don't well, then know shower, like, all, you dick, dumb all dick is nasty <laughs> all dick is nasty sweetie <laughs> all dick is nasty and he has nothing to say I agree that I like this, the Look smell at of a man absolutely speechless. I don't even like dick that much, to be honest with you. I'll get real controversial here. Like, I don't love sucking dick. You've don't always love... said this. I love. I have you true. said this always? I, I heard Matt say he he's not a huge fan of dick. Well, that's what I say every day when, when I instead of hello in the game show writers room, I say not a huge fan of dick. Still, yeah. Sam and I, or, or, or Matt and I, excuse me, were coworkers, and he did walk in every day and say, "Guys, had some dick last night. Still not a fan." <laughs> No, I just I don't know. I I I like ass and ass hole. Sorry, sorry. Wow. And that you can't like be ass smelling and asshole, and you don't like dick. I I don't like sucking dick. Really? Huh. Not really. You know, I, you're honestly, one of the weirdest gay guys I've ever met. I'm one of the weirdest <laughs> gay guys. Wait, but you know who's gay? Bowen. Bowen loves dick. Not really. I don't love. I don't love sucking it either. I just want to say, Sam and I both love dick. <laughs> and if you guys love alienating to the Las Culturistas community, <laughs> then so be then it. So be it. I feel come like to Stradio Lab. You're all being like, like, it's oh, like I love, point. like, oh, I'm gay, like, oh, but I'm not like suit, like I don't love dick, like. Yes, you do. No, like, no, 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 it's so up. true. It's it's so true. It's my it's my true experience. Like I'm gay. I like men sexually. Dick. Could take it or leave it. Like whenever I get like a scented dick photo, I'm always like, "Yep, yeah, that's a dick." I'm never like looking at a dick like scented? great Wait. dick. Sen- S- oh, scented. Oh, scent- I also heard oh, I scented dick. Scented Back dick to the photo. ad. Back to the ad. Always trying to plug it. I do want to say that I'm really happy that I did use Manscaped Reviver and Toner um, uh, on my on my balls today. So did you use it on your balls and your shaft? It kind of like got everywhere. Okay. I see. I think it's pretty cool to sort of decentralize like male sexuality from sex organs. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Like that's, that's why I'm like, that's why I'm like, I don't, I don't, don't, I'm not obsessed with dick. It depends on the dick, but I'm not someone who's like, I I got, I, I, I gotta have dick every time, you know? Sure. 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 I love love a little eroticism. Yeah. I'm down for just yeah general male sexuality, but I'm not gonna say I don't also like dick. Oh, baby girl! In my early twenties, when I was frotting my way around New York City, some of the best memories of my life. Not a <laughs> really? hole in Why? sight. Just because it was easy, it was uh, not painful. Nowadays, you know, you you hit, you get to your late twenties, you figure out sex. All of a sudden, it's stuffing holes every single time. People got to really figure it out. To be fair, I still haven't figured it out. You haven't. <laughs> I'm 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 learning. I'm getting better every time. Really? But I think. Yeah, I think so. But this is the thing: is that the four of us? I'm I'm going to bring another element into this conversation. Oh my god! Uh-oh. Oh my god! I don't I don't know if I ever want to have sex with someone under the age of 27 ever yeah, that's again. Good Correct. Uh, yeah, I'm not necessarily no. Yeah. Just because um, unless they majored like, it in college, no. Uh, in sex. Yeah, unless they like have like a Gallatin like 
situation where yeah. they like created degree. their own major a sex like, degree sex degree i just want to say i actually believe the opposite to be i do not want to have sex with someone with a sex de- degree <laughs> anyone who anyone who's Academia personality is not the bedroom anyone anyone who's like what i just love sex yeah. and that's like your entire personality or people who are like into the sex positivity movement like there was like when i was in college there was like a sexual health resource center where they just like gave you free condoms and then they wore like little buttons that said like pee after sex and it was like some girl with blue hair and she was They're like, like least does this make you uncomfortable yeah, yeah i don't like that in fact yeah. i actually mm. think oftentimes that is a sign that you are so repressed that the only way you can <laughs> deal with sex is by being like get by being like um get, get ready for me to say this word are you ready are you ready and it's like that's your whole George you absolutely are no holds barred against like sex health workers no it needs to no I love sex health workers what I don't like is is girls with blue hair on college campuses who sell buttons that say um yeah so what I'm a bottom yeah my ass is an erogenous zone yeah sure sure all right, everyone name I'm your... A, I'm on my period and pregnant or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but George, you know, to be fair, you are the prude in the room. I, I So it's like, just feels a little biased coming from I, you. Let's, let me just, let me say something about my prudishness. <laughs> I, I, my reputation for being prude is because I was in the same relationship for most of my 20s. So I kind of didn't explore as much as many, many of my friends during that time. But that does not mean I'm not... Uh, you know, incredibly horny all the time. Indiana Jones mm. in the bedroom, hun. Cracking that whip, wearing a hat. <laughs> George, Generally I have a question. Slaying, yes, ask your running question. Running from big old balls, bring it back. <laughs> what was this intervening period between these? Because I, 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 let's just let's just sort of reveal if if that's okay that you are currently in a relationship. I am. That's right. What was this intervening time between these two relationships like for you? Were you a whore? No, that's the thing. And that is another. It's like I was in this relationship. Then Thank I was you, very Bowen. Thank you, Bowen. Thank you, Bowen. No, okay. I was very like, it was a difficult breakup. Whore. We kind of kept, we kind of kept Whore. hooking up for like Whore. a full year after it. Psycho. You did? Oh my God, I've been there. Hun. Yes, we did. And that was, and I, it was, I, it's difficult for me. I think I'm Whore. much better about it now, but I think it was difficult for me to separate emotions Whore. from sex. Yes. And yes. I think. And and I and I honestly think that like, I mean, it was very serendipitous. It was very serendipitous that I started dating my current boyfriend when I did because I would say like, it's not like I was looking for a relationship. I was like, it was the first. I would say it had been a few months of me being very comfortable with being single. I had hooked up with a few people, and but sometimes you meet someone and you really like them, and you're and you say and you say, you know what? I like this person. Mm-hmm. Oh. You sure do. Um, wait, Bowen. To your point about not wanting to have sex with people uh, before they're twenty-seven or something. Yeah, young people. Uh, I feel Quote like me. I've always been like, as you know, the James Gandolfini thing. I've had like a daddy thing. I'm always like, daddies, older men, please, please. But I'm kind of worried. Thank you. What happens <laughs> when, like, when I am forty? Is it going to flip? Like, I want to say, I obviously at this point in my life don't want to have sex with people like under the age of 30. But will that change when I'm like 40? Will I, what's going to happen? <laughs> it's hard for me to extrapolate for myself. Definitely. But I want to, I'm generally going along the principle of, I want to have sex with someone who is 
evenly matched with me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like age is a big part of it in, ter- in terms of like experience. Yes, if you're I'm, right, Bowen. If I'm like fetishizing a young person when I'm 40, I'm fetishizing a 28-year-old who's mm-hmm. like m- mature for 28. Correct. Yeah. You, okay. So basically, Correct. you you at forty want to fuck you now? I'm not into. I'm 29. First of all, I'm not. First of into, all, get it straight. Whore. I'm Do not your into, research. I, I will never be into like a 19 year old. Like that will never be right, my story. Right. And you but shouldn't sure. be right. And, and and yes, it's true. I shouldn't be. As someone who was 19 and lost their virginity to a 28, sorry, 29 year old, it's not great. Psychotic. I think that should be. Well, it's like, eh, it's good, and then like it's loaded. I feel like it's there's a, like this weird is a things. loaded discussion because you're like people have different experiences, people are different maturity levels. Sometimes you know, I'll, I'll you know, people will be like, "Oh, anyone." No, who it's is- psychotic. Poor. 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 If you're 19 and and you're dating someone who's 22, that's grooming. And you're like, well, you know, not uh, not, not always. And but then yeah. sometimes, you know, sometimes it can be, and it, it's bad. You know mm. what? Sexually, I'm really happy that at 19, I first had sex with someone who was older and knew what they were doing. Relationship-wise, it's weird. Like, when a 19-year-old is dating someone who's 30, like, there's just, there's, unless unless everyone is, like, radically checking in with each other, it's weird. But sexually, I was thrilled to have sex with someone that sure. knew what they were doing. The idea that I would, when I was 18, like, when I was in college, I only hooked up with other people that went to my college. <laughs> I mm. the idea that I would have sex with someone older who's like I very much sought out older like when I was 27 yeah. but like or when I was 21 yeah, I was like hooking up with like a 28 year old and felt like that was enough of a jump but I guess when it's like more that's actually not that big of a jump but it also is weird at the time it is because I think you do so much maturing between the ages of like 22 and 26 you know what I mean like that like those yeah. mid 20s are like such a just such a, like a sea change in your life that yes I get thinking like I'm 21 and this 28 year old is a lot older. I remember when I was 21, I was like sort of like hooking up on and off with someone who was 27 and I would consider him old and he would always remind me that he was young. (laughs) Mm. Well, that's psychotic too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's in jail now. Well, mine's in L.A., a prison of its own. (laughs) It it was O.J. Simpson. (laughs) Oh, I miss him. Oh, Okay, let's take a quick break and be right back with George and Sam. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly 
bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming, too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow... So could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for where you want to get framed, I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. And we're back. We're so back. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, see, this is funny because we don't do breaks on our podcast, you know? So when Okay, on professionals. On professionals. Poor. 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 So you guys. Do you that? even have sponsors? We, like, we literally don't no, because we're like actually DIY Shut and up. punk rock. Um, <laughs> Get sorry sponsors. Sorry, we're DIY. <laughs> sorry, we're an independent <laughs> DIY punk rock podcast. Bitch, um, I went on their podcast. They had me downloading that Google Cast or whatever the fuck it was. What was it, that? Oh, Zencaster. Yeah, Zencaster. Zencaster. More like Zendaya. No, it's actually rule of culture number 50. Zencaster. More, more like, like Zendaya. Zendaya. What does that even mean? Shut up. Matthew. Whore. Get out, whore. <laughs> 
So basically you saying, um, okay, we're going to take a break right now. Okay, we're back from our break. I mean, I was so jarred. Okay. That, I just want everyone to <laughs> know at home, that's what's happening. That's what's happening. And there's there's smoke mirroring it to make it feel like there's a break. There was literally not a break. Let me tell you guys something. Ooh, here we go. This here is, he goes. You, me and Matt were a little glimpse, baby, into your fucking future. Because exactly. guess what? We were the scrappy little nobodies, Anna Kendricks, yes, in the we podcasting were. space, two little gay boys. And now look at us. Mm-hmm. Bitch, we're Huge. Julia Fox. <laughs> and uncut gems. We are downtown it girls, and we don't need <laughs> we don't need sponsors to make us relevant. Yeah, It'll be an organic. We podcast for growth. our soul. We podcast because we love the art. We're gonna you, Julia. <laughs> Fa- let me tell you something. J- Steven Soderbergh reached out to her and said, "I love you in Uncut Gems." We don't have it, and 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 she's doing that movie now. What movie is oh, that? Did, did that just get announced? It got it got announced today. It got announced today, but I don't remember what it's called or what it's about. But it's got all these like, be- it's like these like, I mean, everyone on film, everyone who has a fucking letterbox to count is coming their diipers tonight. <laughs> I mean, something? honey, when are letterbo- they? Who has letterbox? letterbox? I don't think Those so. Letterbox. I don't think so, honey, letterbox. Thank 100%. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I'm glad we that's, can agree that's, on that's, that's all we'll say about it. I'm that's so all we can glad say. we can fucking agree for once. Oh my God! There is nothing worse than a self, like a self-styled film person. Mm. But then you have like, but then like certain people on Letterboxd are like, you know, you got your like Hari Nevs who like write these like thirty-three paragraph reviews. It's like a, it's like a Wait, movie review app. Hari Nevs yes. was the last person I met before lockdown started. Wow! wow. What you guys Isn't do? How did you March twelfth? March twelfth, you guys went to the spa. It was the last. <laughs> I mean, I, and you know, now that I'm saying it, it's like it, it was at a party, so maybe the order was such that I then met one more person after, but. It was a party where I distinctly remember like that one of the last people I spoke to was her and I had never met her before. And it was like the last party I went to pre-lockdown. Do you think she's sort of hopping around town going on interviews and being like, you know, the last person I met (laughs) was actually George Severus. No, I think it had a much more profound effect on me than it did on her. I'll say. (laughs) I bet she she would never talk about it on a podcast. But I have to say it was, was, and this is how I know she's a star. Someone um, who actually is uh, a famous podcaster, I won't say who, didn't recognize her. It, no, but you're honestly not far off. Someone Wait, didn't would recognize you say Michael Barbaro? <laughs> didn't know who she was and 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 said, oh, something, you know, she was with me. So I, maybe he was like, oh, are you a comedian or something? And then she says the sentence, I'm an actress. But in, it is the it was the best line reading I've ever seen anyone. D- just her saying was the that sentence, the line I'm reading? an actress. Hmm? I'm an actress. I'm an actress. Like, well, I'm an actress. And the there was so <gasps> much there that was not, powerful. that was unsaid. It was like, A, I'm an actress. B, you are a fool for not knowing yeah, that. And see, stupid. remember this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Should I start doing that? Should we all start doing that? I'm a podcaster. Like, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> well, as long I mean, as we say it with conviction. Bowen, have, are you are you nice to, to strangers? No. Um, <laughs> no. No, he's, yeah, he's nice. actually... He, mm. I think what, Bowen is very nice. What, I've, I've been with Bowen when he's been recognized and he's very nice. He's very nice, but when but when someone crosses a line, Bowen will give them the oh, icicle. Yeah. He will but give them I'm the icicle. Very, I'm very sensible and judicious about who I am rude to. 
mm-hmm. because it, it it is like it it takes a, it takes an effort for me to flip a switch and be like I'm going to be rude to this person because they deserve it because they justifiably should I should make them feel bad like if you ever met Ramona Singer like if I ever met Ramona Singer um everyone tune in to watch what happens live I was a little awkward because there's a little bit of a lag when they do it on on Skype now but it was very fun um I don't know if they cut it out. I called Ramona Singer a white supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> you did? In uh, front yeah. of Andy Cohen and Monique In front Sanders. of Andy Cohen and Monique wow. Um Okay, sorry, sorry, George. What were we going to say? No, I, I, the last time, well, one of the last times Bone and I were together, we both, both Bone and I don't, no longer smoke cigarettes, but we really wanted one and, and Bone went and, yes. and, and bought a pack and someone a- approached him you know, regardless of all of this and, and said hi and everything. And then as we were on our way out, he gave the rest of the pack to that person. Oh, but that's oh. because I, that was self-preserving because I was like, I don't, I shouldn't smoke the rest of these no, cigarettes. No, it was because you're generous. <laughs> Matt, now that you're um, a big HBO Max star, are you going to be nice or are you going to be mean? Are you going to be I'm like- I'm always nice. I'm always too nice. <laughs> Does okay. it get you in trouble? Uh, mm, I'll say this. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there's no there's there's no excuse to not be very kind. Mm. Well, I'm sold. Well, <laughs> Matt, Matt, no, Matt I, was, I, I don't know. No one ever. No one. No one recognizes me ever. They will. Also, but like, now, I, also, right? like, I have no concept of like. You know what? In New York, sometimes. In L.A., never. Because who cares? Well, in L.A., people are less likely to say something. I think. Is yeah, that, because who is cares? That true. I don't know. Well, because if I'm if I'm there, then like probably like Kristen Bell is a foot away. Well, you're always a foot away from Kristen Bell. <laughs> well, Kristen and I are very close, and so basically we're always going everywhere together. And so whenever whenever I'm out, like people are always like Kristen, oh my god, it's you, and she's always kind of like taking the brunt of that. But what I mean, what I mean is like, well, she always says, "Have you met Matt?" <laughs> she's so nice, and she's they all so say caring. no. <laughs> um, no, but apparently Angelina Jolie goes to my Gelson's. Oh, What's a Gelson's? Fun. It's, it's a, a supermarket, supermarket chain in Los Angeles. Yeah, but like Sorry. that's what I mean. It's like there's like huge stars everywhere. Like I know, like I don't know. I can't say that. Like literally, oh. like Greta was just here. I was helping her with a self tape, and she like was like, "Guess who my friend is on a date with right now?" And she said the name of a huge celebrity, and I was like, "That's insane that that can just happen." You can just I found out someone I know was uh, uh, consistently fucking. <laughs> Okay. Oh, oh my that's god. That's, that's 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 pretty fucking good. hot. I know it's that's hot. great. That's hot. Love that. Wow. I'll say the the person that's on the date with this kid right now that <gasps> Well, oh. but, I mean, listen. Mm. That's I'm sorry to say a little little slutty boy. Yeah. Is he a slut? Oh, he well, is coming. I mean, up. in my mind he's you, has Bo, fucked up. You guys were both there. He rolled we up were, to this We were party. all there that we were all there that night. Yeah, he rolled to this party with these little 23-year-old twinks. And if he were on this podcast, he would not be saying, "I'm never going to have sex with someone under 27." He'd be saying, no. "I'm currently hooking up with 23-year-old twinks." Yeah, if he was on here, if he was on here and then you guys said, "You know, I don't want to have sex with anyone under 27." There would be suddenly radio silence, and then it would be beep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would he would wow. turn a little bit of a little bright shade of a beet he red. Would, he would turn honey. turnip red, and he would say, "I don't uh, feel safe here." <laughs> yeah, this, this, I would say this is not a medium for him. No, no, no. but I mean, I, unlike George Severus, once Matt would put the ball deodorant on his testicles, this person would be like, "Yes, please." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. 
Well, the reason that George reacted in the sort of adverse way that he did is because he secretly was very into it. George, mm. is that he true? He loves my balls, that George, George. you have to tell me if that's true. I mean, listen, Matt freaking and I out. Have a, Matt and I have a history. <laughs> we do. Have you guys hooked up? Okay, and and George no. and I have a history. And George and, and Bone and I. But well, well, George and I have a have an un sort of it was it's it's just our 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 paths never crossed. Well, no, I think it's the same with Matt. I mean, I think I it was oh, longer okay. with Matt. It was a, one magical weekend when we were both in Canada, and I That's and we sweet. both told the same producer that we wanted to hook up with hook the other. up. And yeah, then with Bowen, up. it was um, I had a, I had like a, a sustained crush. <gasps> sustained. Well, no. I thought, <laughs> listen, it was like a you know for what it, it it was all revealed one night when we went to this like party, and then like we were both drunk revealed. enough that we were just like we were just like oh yeah, like I had a crush on you like when I first met right. You. That, and then that, it was very it was we we, we very quickly were like oh yeah me too like we were like oh okay that's fun. It felt very sad. I mean, it was a long time ago. It was also just like. It's it's weird to think about it now because it was I, it, it was like when we first met and you were very charming and you still are, and it was um you know it was like still in fact during it. the time that I was <clears throat> going through it. that famous breakup. Mm, mm-hmm. But see, maybe you weren't really available. I would say that me. is very true, and I would actually he say was not my, emotionally available. Me not making, no. I would say me like not doing anything about that crush. If I'm being generous with myself, was both about me and also like out of respect to you because it would not i mean i was not right you know it would thank not have you. been cute and thank you mm. what about matt what about with matt that was just like a a magical weekend um sort of like a before before sunrise kind of thing <laughs> but then there was a producer that. it involved. was we we met in the car on the way at, we're getting off the plane at jfl and i immediately <gasps> knew he, i immediately knew he was gay Mm. And I was oh. gay too. I immediately knew I was gay, and that's so I when thought, you came out. That was like came out that weekend. It was a huge weekend for me. <laughs> um, and no, but I, we both said to the the one of the producers at JFL, like, "What's their what's that person's deal?" I do mm-hmm. want to say I was very. I mean, I wouldn't say very introverted, but I was kind of you know this was I. I you did, were much more shy then than you were now. Yes, I was more shy. I, I hadn't moved to New York yet. Every the whole thing. It was my first big anything like. Literally yeah. before that, my comedy, you know, the things I had done were like comedy festivals in, you know, Austin, you know, like there was it, it a lot going on mm-hmm. that week. I mean, that, that, that JFL weekend, there's always like a lot going on. Yes, there was a lot going on. And I was not it never occurred to me that we could have hooked up. Well, you had a boyfriend. Mm. That's true. I did. And so did I. <gasps> That's right. Wow. wow. So it was separate lives. Um, you know. I feel, and I feel that you know Bowen is pretty public about his crush on Samuel. Oh, I mean, but we've th- this is this is again this is like we talk about the broad gay as much <laughs> as we talk about my unrequited feelings for Sam. But this these are this this is years ago. But I do want to say the one pair that doesn't have any um, history is Sam and Matt. We never really went there. Well, but also what Sam happened? and George. Well, yes, also but George. what is our podcast rather, rather than a long, long edging process? <laughs> well, that's really hot horror. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so crazy if the finale of Stradio Lab was you guys telling each other that you were in love. Like out oh, of nowhere. True. <laughs> yeah, it made no sense. We're aggressive to each other the whole time. And then we so figure crazy. out why. But Sam, why didn't you ever have a crush on me? Yes, yeah, Sam. <laughs> 
Am I not your type? Look, you're beautiful. You know that, but you're (laughs) not my type. You're not. (gasps) I I wouldn't I wouldn't call myself a Samuel type. Yeah. See, Sam, Sam is one of these people, and I respect it so much in a way. Whereas with other people, I'm like, oh, that person has a type, like the, their scope is so narrow. But with Sam, I'm like, it's such an aggr- uh, it's it's such an aggressive stance on this is the only type of person I'm sexually attracted to, and anyone who does not check these boxes has no chance. Is paid dust. Is paid dust. <laughs> I think it's it is toxic, and I wish it were not true. No, like, no, no. I think when like you meet like a straight guy who's like has a clear type it's like oh that is so bad but i can't help it and it's what i like <laughs> it's what it is i get it i've got very specific boxes hmm. i get hmm. it see when I, you're pissed. Ne- I mean this <laughs> no, is no. what this is what a lot of people who are into bears are like i think it's such a specific it's one of the yeah. only healthy um i i you know i i'm not oh not my fetish, god but preferences <laughs> one of the only healthy fetishes. Do, do, am I? Am I the only one here who doesn't think that I don't have a type? Wait, sorry. I want to take back that I said one of the only healthy fetishes. All fetishes <laughs> are healthy. I meant one of the only healthy like <laughs> no, preferences what? like that. Where you I think, said that. I think it's much. I I feel much more safe with someone who says I like bears than with someone who's like I like twinks. Yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like yeah, they yeah. feel like a hunter. I also tried when I was like <laughs> young. I was like, I'm gonna try to date like. No, like skinnies. No, and, uh, 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 did you say normal? Like non bear men. Like people. Hard. I feel like my people. A lot of people. <laughs> my people. A lot of people. Early twenties, like I was, are like uh, of slimmer build and not of like bearish build, and that comes uh, very easily to a forty something. And uh, like I was uh, trying to date people who were like twenty three and like skinny and it was like not clicking at all mm. it just like was not hot at all to me i get it is this bad don't, I, this. Don't, no, no, this. no 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 I, don't worry I, I, no i'm not offended anymore but I, it took until today and matt it look look at it this way you know mm-hmm. you in my eyes are mm-hmm. 23 and skinny <gasps> thank you that's huge thanks AKA disgusting, trash, ah! unlovable. <laughs> Ultimately, unlovable. The, th- the, the square, the quadrant, we have not crossed swords. No, and we that's have not actually fine. No. And that's fine. And that's, that's okay. And that's healthy sometimes. Yeah. And I do think, you know, at this point, it is too late. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly. Bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. 
Do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment? Are you scared of missing out on once-in-a-lifetime experiences? From can't-miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celeb's favorite restaurant, staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-N-T-U-I-T.com. Let's get into it. You know, but when I sleep well, and I, I, attribute, do. I attribute that in many ways to the mattress that I sleep on. We both sleep on the Helix Midnight Mattress. It's given us sweet dreams aplenty. And the Helix lineup offers over 20 unique mattresses, including the reward-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections, the mm. Helix Plus, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and the Helix Kids Mattress, designed for growing bodies and endorsed by child sleep experts everywhere. Say it again. Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. Your personalized mattress is shipped right to your door free of charge. Everybody is unique and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and field preferences. Unique girl, the way you sleep is perfect. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash losculturistas. That's helixsleep.com slash losculturistas. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Hey, Los Culturistas listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. I want to put out there, let's just denormalize like gay men befriending guys they've hooked up with. Like, or just, that's their that's their way of making friends. I'm like, I've... I don't do mm. that. I, I have two, three people I've done that with. And I'm like, and this is a weird like blurring of the lines to me already. Where but some you some know, men just right. seem to seem to have this as like a recruitment tool for oh, their 100%. Or there's like groups of g- gay friends and they're like, oh, honey, we've all hooked up with, you know, everyone's hooked up with everyone. Remember mm-hmm. summer 08? And I will like, say, can I, I can I, I want to, I, I have a real, I have a real thought about this though. Um, yeah. I I agree. It's like it doesn't need to be one way or the other. It's like friends or friends, whatever. Um, I think that because when okay, this is kind of weird. My first 
friend that I ever made that was gay was also the person that I lost my virginity to. Hmm. Therefore, I think that whenever I meet a gay person, it does go through the filter first of what do I feel for them sexually? And that's something that I have to like probably work out in therapy. But like it is, I think like that first gay relationship that you have and the intricacies of that will sort of, well, I'll pose the question to the group. Do you feel that the first gay experience that you had, whether this is a friend or a lover or whatever, has dictated if you were to look back on your sort of gay friendship life, anything about it? Oh, my, my shit's too dark. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to share. Um, I'm con- wait, say it one more so, time. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, wait, what's, what's the, what's the, what's the question? Okay, I'm sorry. The, the question is, is, sorry, go ahead, Matt. <laughs> you probably can ask it better than me, George. You're a lot no, smarter. No, 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 no. I, and let me know if I understood it correctly. Has your first sexual experience influenced the way you process to any new meeting, any new gay man? Um, and I, and I would say for yeah. me, I don't think so. No, because my my first sexual experience was like freshman year of college with someone I felt was like way more experienced than I was, but was my age. He was like one of these people that had like been, I mean, and you know, this is his story to tell, but had been like hooking up with older people through high school in a way that, mm-hmm. in my mind, from my perspective, seemed like he knew what he was doing. It did not seem like you know, anything darker than that. But I mean, who am I to say? Um, But I felt like he was way more experienced, but was very accepting of the fact that I wasn't. And I didn't feel like inadequate in any way. Um, And in fact, that was probably one of the healthier. It's like I had worse, way worse hookups like later in my life. But I think I was lucky that my first one was was good. Mm. But I would say to your point, Matt, like I less so feel am I attracted to this person than the opposite? Like, when I meet someone, I'm like, are they, do they find me hideous? Like, do they, are, are, what do they feel towards me? Oh, I relate to that. Yeah. I feel like it's hard for me to, like, I think part of my thing was like trying to date people who like, there was like a closet, I was driven by closetedness. And so I was like, okay, who does no one know? Mm. and like that kind Mm -hmm. of so i think i still it's hard for me to find friends attractive because like i'm like friends with them first and that like desexualizes it in a weird way yeah like not always but there's something about that if i were if we're if we're doing fair on the pod then uh, yeah and we and we are (laughs) there's something to that That's, you guys are yeah, charging us two hundred and twenty-five dollars <laughs> after, right? And you're out of network. And well, this is this is actually this is required for me and Bowen because the podcast is becoming a therapy. So this is this actually was required training. For no, me actually, I. Oh, okay. I I was gonna say I'm in therapy, and Matt is sort of dragging his heels in terms of going to therapy, which I think he should go to, like everyone else. You should go. But don't you think I'm doing an amazing job on myself? Have you ever done <laughs> therapy? <laughs> no, I haven't. You know what, Matt? I am actually thinking of stopping therapy, but but this is a point to therapy because I think it helped me so much in the year and year to two oh, probably yeah. two years that I've done it that I actually feel not to say that I'm fixed, but I actually think I'm okay now not having it for a period of time. Yeah, well, isn't that how it works? Well, it depends. I mean, there are people that, you know, consistently have therapy. Or isn't that a way it can work? Yeah, I, I mean, I yeah. think yeah. I, that's the way, to be honest, that was my goal with it. I... I because also it's a lot of money. I don't want to do yeah, it like my exactly. whole life. 
Yeah. I have a low deductible, sweetie. <laughs> so I'm I'm in it. Well, you know, actually, started Bowen Yang did actually give me person. an ultimatum one time. He was like, I told him I was very upset with him while he was smoking cigarettes. And I said, he has to stop. And he said, I'll stop when you go to therapy. And it oh, sounds like, oh, well, it's ultimatum. not really a one to one, but I it is. It is. It is what <laughs> sure it is. No, it's not. Yeah. Physical health, mental health. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, ancient Greeks said both are important. <laughs> is that what they said? Yes. These two Greek queens whore. are informing the whore. <laughs> um, th- we are. I just Greek think you queens. should go. I know. I want to go. And honestly, can I ask you a question flat out? And can you be honest? Uh oh. To who? Bowen, to who? Get the lie detector. To, to you, Bowen. Yes. Have you actually not been smoking cigarettes? I there have fallen off the wagon recently. Okay, cool. Bowen, because uh, you're back at work. Offline, because it. This is something I have been struggling with. Like. It, it, it really so is one of those things where you're like, my God, if I hadn't just like wanted to seem cool when I was 16. I exactly. It, it's, it's, it is the one thing where like, I'm not, if I ever meet young people, I, I will not be in any other way. Like, <laughs> like there is no, I'm not going to. If I ever say, meet young people. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about like school or what you should do or sex or drug, but it's like, just don't start smoking. Don't smoke. Yeah. That's the one thing because it, it just it's so I'm currently doing uh Nicorette gum. I might just I hate I, I don't the, the the nicotine things don't work on me. I might just go to like a hypnotist, a hypnotist? at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. I was thinking that over time. Zoom. Do they work? I don't know. I, I think that oh, that, that does work. And I think the Nicorette. I don't know. Well, I think it worked for Pat. Like he was. But Pat, he, he, but Pat didn't Pat, smoke cigarettes. No, Pat didn't smoke cigarettes. He literally started. <laughs> I was addicted to the gum. Just, just oh, using that's the gum. The funniest shit I've that's ever actually heard. now starting to smoke so to quit the Nick Rick gum. <laughs> no, he isn't. I'm is kidding, that real? Uh, no, no. <laughs> wow, we haven't had Pat funny. on in a fucking minute. And, and he's guys, here tonight. Guys, get out. <laughs> he's here. We have to get her back. Um, I haven't checked in with her about her chewing. Um, but listen, whatever chewing. your vice is. Oh, yeah. Whatever your vice is, I accept the three of you. Okay. Oh, okay. That's nice. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I love. Well, it the- doesn't sound like you accept Bowen. No, I do. <laughs> I accept him greatly. It hurts. It hurts. Okay. I also, I'll say this. I don't care as much now that we're in COVID times and like that the world is insane and <laughs> Trump doesn't pay his taxes or whatever. It's just like I kind of don't really care if people are, you know, indulging in whatever they have their indulging. If, if Bowen wants to smoke a cigarette. To fucking feel more less stressed out, and I know that there's a lot going on. If he wants to smoke a cigarette, whatever. I'm not gonna get on my fucking high horse and be like, "Don't smoke cigarettes," because maybe it's making him feel better for a minute. I wish it wasn't the case, but I mean, it's not good ultimately. No, no and you know it. that, and so you'll make your own decisions about it. But you know how I feel. Yeah, Sam, what were you gonna say? Um, it has the the mood has passed. Um, but to bring <laughs> back oh. the mood. Bring back the mood. <laughs> You were going to talk about bottoming? <laughs> you want to talk about how good it feels to have a penis in your butt that's really hard and what hits your, oh it hits your prostate? It no, hits it doesn't that. have to be that hard. Jesus. Come on. Make it a little soft. Make it go easy for Give me. Give me a flaccid <laughs> dick. I don't like it when it's too hard. Ouchie. Really? It's a little ouchie. Yeah. It, mm, George, I was, George wants that penis very hard. I want it to be hard. Listen, call me crazy, but I wanted it to, to be erect. 
<laughs> Listen, George is a sex negative person that wants the dick hard. <laughs> <laughs> A blue, I can't get over this person that George has invented, which is a girl with blue hair saying, get no, ready for me to I say this absolutely word. know who you're talking about. I 100% know who you're talking about. I, no, I know too. Oh yeah, I know her too. Her name is Millie. Yes, yes. Her, everyone knows who I'm talking about. Um, And she, and her let name me is tell you something else about, and I know Corey. I've been talking too much. And now that I recognize that, it's no longer a problem. No, 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 and, no, 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 no. Go. I had a huge crush on someone this was my maybe sophomore junior year who was one of the people that worked at the sexual health resource center and so in order to literally have anything to talk about with him because he was not you know the most interesting person he's now a doctor um i took the (laughs) this like one unit class that they offered on like sexual health even though i was i did not care at all yeah just to have something to talk about with him and this was a year-long thing and then it turns out he did not like me so maybe that's where my sex negativity comes from. This girl with the blue hair that you have invented, I, yes. I think she, if we're filling out this character a little, mm. I also want to say she was in the theater group, but not the main one. She was in like the alternative yes. theater group yeah. that like put on shows in like the cafeteria as opposed to the yep. theater. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Like 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 unauthorized. Like in all, in yes. all caps, unauthorized colon bye bye birdie. And it's like a little, yes. it's like bye bye birdie, but they say like, they call each other like sluts and stuff. <laughs> It's British and they call each other slags. Yeah. The difficult thing with her is that she ultimately does not have any talents or interests. And so you this and so she has landed. She's not real. She's made up. She has landed on sex because it's something that's just provocative enough that it doesn't have to build on any other personality. Jesus. Well, you know, it's a it's it's really about her father. Well, sure, but so is like theater, but she doesn't even have that. Yeah. Theater is about her father. I'm just saying no, for people that are no, into no. that. Yes. No, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm feeling some, I feel some empathy towards this girl, even though she's not real. Because as we said, we all, we do all know this. Person. I have nothing but empathy for well, her. Well, the thing about this girl <laughs> is that she is the girl who we were friends with in high school. But in college, yeah. there were people that we could actually be friends with. So we weren't friends with her anymore. Oh my God. She was a good ally so in true. high school. She that, was a great ally in high school. She was one of the only people that like was pro-gay in, in the year like 2006. <laughs> she intrinsically yeah. knew she you were guy. I literally had a friend like this, and her name was Nikki. And I remember Drag her, doxer. I know. List her address. This is one thing I have to say about her. She was she was like my first like friend who she told me that she was bi, and I lied and said that I was bi. And this is truly like fourth grade, fifth grade. Mm, and um, biphobic. Her, I remember that her screen name. No, her her email was Gucci Nikki, like Gucci the brand, but it was spelled G O O C H Y. Nikki, no. <laughs> I think that's oh. like I think that's like knowing. It's a knowing. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Of mal- it's ahead mal- of its time. It's a really queer way to spell Gucci. That's for sure. And and I also want to say about this girl that is in. We are now in college with her and and distancing ourselves from her. <laughs> we yes. are the villains in the in this story. We are. Oh bad. yeah. We are bad we're because bad. we get one ounce of like. Well, actually, I'm. I know who I am now, and we're out. Like she was there by our sides when we were in need, and we immediately. Oh bounced. yeah, we met one kind of cute gay guy named Tyler who was on his way out to a club who had a fake ID for us, and we just yes. left Corey, Corey, Nikki, Millie in the dust. <laughs> okay, this is not quite. This is just an analog, like a grown-up analog in my own life only, and no one else's. So maybe you guys don't relate, but recently, I have unfollowed people who. 
I worked at a day job with, like specifically like the like bougie white women who like didn't really care if I lived or died or only like sort of like caught when like only like was aware that I existed like once I didn't work there anymore. Right. Right. Um, right. And yeah. I feel like I I feel like there's some like there's some analog to Corey here where I'm just like, oh, I don't you guys like don't really like you guys aren't in my life anymore and I don't need to see your like trips to Maine. And like I don't like that doesn't Hey, I don't, I don't, every like, trip to Maine is beautiful. <laughs> every <laughs> trip to Maine. Every is trip, every trip to, to Maine is beautiful. In these trying times, Maine yes. is our only respite. Now more than uh, ever, Maine. <laughs> now more than ever, under, Maine. Under, underdog for title of app. <laughs> underdog. That's that's not very often that you you like something enough to be title of app, but not not quite <laughs> enough to like make it so. Well, what people don't know, what the readers don't know at home is whenever I say title of ep, we then have our producers, our team, they go and they check, <laughs> try to clear the title. And so it doesn't oh, always. Yeah. So it's fun. It's it's really important to have an underdog or an alternate because sometimes we can't always get clearance. Mm-hmm. I still remember that there was a title of ep for my episode that I thought was going to be the title and then it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was Rhymes with clear Zendaya. It. Rhymes with Zendaya. <laughs> Instead, it was my big fat Greek culture, exactly, which I think is like a better title, maybe for like a passerby of a podcast. But rhymes with Zendaya, I think, is much more in the voice of Las Exactly, and that's why on this episode, it's more the underdog for title of ep is rhymes with Zendaya. (laughs) Yeah, and you know what? Zendaya was the underdog at the Emmys, and she took home the statue. Wow, underdogs can be beautiful too. One of my most toxic traits is I was. Kind of sad for Jennifer Aniston for one second. Same. That's no, not toxic. No. I think actually, I mean, Zendaya is like technically the underdog, but like Zendaya is like the cool one right now. It's like Jennifer yeah. Aniston wants needs she the needed boost a the Emmy more than than Zed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, she's, well, she's got an Emmy. I thought that for Sandra. I know. It's, I know. I'm biased, but yeah, Sandra showed up on the Zoom. She clapped sure did. For, clapped when Zendaya won. Wore like a beautiful like BLM jacket. Um, in Korean and like she like just showed up and like was present and like I I I hope she I hope she gets her um gets her flowers someday from the damn television academy. Yeah, you know what I also thought was such a flex was like the celebrities who couldn't even bother to get on Zoom. That, yes. <laughs> Like Meryl Streep was not getting on Zoom. Olivia Coleman was not getting on Zoom. Laura Dern did not get on Zoom. Kate Blanchett, who was the star of Mrs. America, did, did not get on Zoom. No. I think it they is. probably called ahead and were like, am I going to win? And they were like, no, girl. Sure, sure, sure. So don't waste Kate Blanchett's time. Kate Blanchett's right. not going to get on the Zoom and lose. Who beat Kate Blanchett? Ms. Regina. Oh, well, good, good, good. Oh, sure, that sure. That makes sure. sense. I, you know what? Let, and this is the one thing I'll say about the Emmys. I think the fact that the three things that won big Watchmen, Shits Creek, and Succession, like, regardless of my personal feelings, I think all three of them capture something about the moment. And I think they were the right, the correct winners. Yes. Despite yes. the fact that there That's are fair. certain people I'm sad lost, I think, you know, was the Shits Creek sweep a, a bit much? Sure. But I actually think it makes sense that those are the three big winners. Sure. Mm. George, that was such a tasteful take such a positive you know sort of just sort of um you know it's i'm happy to be here and i'm i'm happy to see everyone else succeeding i i I love that from you can i can i throw something out there while he was saying it he looked so beautiful Mm, he looked so Mm. beautiful while he was very beautiful i always look more beautiful when i'm being um positive 
Yeah. yeah kindness looks incredible on you. Yeah, Thank you look you. stunning, bitch. Well, enjoy it while it lasts, bitch. <laughs> oh my God, whore. you're so ugly. Whore. You're so ugly now, whore. It's crazy. You went from stunning icon to whore, ugly whore <laughs> in a second. That's my, my comedy album is stunning icon to whore, ugly. <laughs> Watch title as of George Severus devolves over the course of an hour. <laughs> Stunning icon to whore ugly is the title of that. That's like, it's, it a, it's a, yeah, it's from Justin to Kelly. Or I guess we yeah. get Kelly to Justin. That movie was about texting. You ever think about what that? What do you mean? I, oh I've never God. seen it. I, You've never seen it? I've, I've never, never seen, seen it either. It. I've never seen it either. Stunning But icons. I believe you when you say that it's about stunning icons. Well, that's what um, that's, I believe. Literally, that's what the movie was. It was from Justin to Kelly. Like they would text each other. And that's <gasps> oh, the whole the whole oh. crux of the movie is the bitchy blonde friend who, like, of course, was mean because she was a Ashley Tisdale. Well, basically, yes. She like somehow gets one of their phone and sends a text that's mm. to fuck them up and they fall for it. And they she almost gets her way, that blonde bitch. That's actually a really solid premise, I'm going to say. Amazing. I like the simplicity yeah. of it. <laughs> Yeah, George, simple. you're you're stunning. This 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 warm, <laughs> kind take. You're, you're glowing, beautiful. Man. Stunning icon. <laughs> you you I... glow, Allison Brie. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually real culture number forty nine. You glow. You glow, Allison, Allison Brie. Brie. I think it's time for I don't think so, honey. Why do you want to end? I know. Can I... we keep going? <laughs> we. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We don't. I'm mostly, I'm mostly kidding. You're supposed to write a sketch. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. What's cut it gonna be? Out. Pitch it to us, babe. No, UCB class out. can wait. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Bowen's taking his 301. Oh, oh, Bowen. Joe Biden, but he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Fair, George. I would watch that sketch. I would watch that sketch. That is I, funny. I, I would absolutely watch that sketch. Me too. Me too. Joe Biden, but he's gay. What, what kind of things would he say? You think, George? He'd say, um. Sorry, malarkey in my asshole. That's oh, was, malarkey. Oh I'm just God, a hole. Amazing first beat, <laughs> Sam. What would the second beat be? <laughs> That's the only beat I had. That's the only Joe Biden bit I know is the malarkey. I, I think there's something like where um um something about well, we have to do something with like Doctor Jill. Like maybe she's like I'm a doctor. That's how I can tell my husband's gay. Oh oh you oh! Know? He'd be like, "Yeah, I've got a stutter from sucking dick too much. Dick. Apparently, yeah. you can get a stutter from that now." Yeah, he's like, "I must be gay. I named my son Hunter." <laughs> oh my god! That old queen. <laughs> what, George? You look really. I must right be gay. Now. I picked Kamala because Yas Queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, end of sketch, end of sketch. Oh my god, from New York, <laughs> and she comes in, and Maya Rudolph comes in playing Kamala, and she does a death drop. Yes. And then Lady, yes. Lady Gaga comes in on Zoom and says, "Live from New York, it's kindness. <laughs> it's my city, New York. Live from New York. I want to say, everyone, put your this paws up. This is where up. I'm from. <laughs> put your paws up. This is Charlie where I grew up." <laughs> What if Lady Wait, Gaga my... was the host and she said, put your paws up for Charlie Puth? I would stand. I would stand S-T-A-N. That would, would be S-T-A-N. so funny. That would stand, be stand, stand. Put your paws up for, put your paws paws up up for Charlie, Charlie Puth. Puth. That's, that's no title, one of that. title of that. Title of that is paws up for Charlie Puth. Put your paws up for Charlie Puth.
<laughs> Bowen does have his paws. He, I'll tell you what. He's got his finger in his butthole, jacking off for Charlie Puth. You do. It was Bowen. for like a week. It was for like Bowen? a week, and now I'm oh, just you know like, what? I was doing that too. You both had yeah, your fingers yeah, yeah. in your assholes, yes. jerking off for Charlie. We coordinated Puth. it. But now he's a little too like queer baity in a way. I don't know, like something mm. about I, I, I've I've taken a turn off of Charlie Puth Road. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> Charlie I prefer- Puth Road was actually at the, right next to Abbey Road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I prefer him to that other, the, the Calvin Klein one with the cabello. You mean, <laughs> you oh, sound like yeah, a fucking father, first of all. What's straight his name? Fa- first straight fucking father, that's what you sound like, first of all. <laughs> I first say. straight fucking father. And his name is Sean Shawn Mendes. Interesting you forget the POC. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is, well, is iconic <laughs> BIPOC. <laughs> <laughs> no, people, people who say phonate the the word the letters B I O C. Well, BIPOC, BIPOC. I'm like, oh, I think it was Io Debris on our podcast. In fact, who said BIPOC is the all lives matter of acronyms? Yes, yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. Is it okay, time for I don't I, think so, honey, or what? I think it's time. I have one. Do you have one, Matt? Mm-hmm. But it feels like you want to storm the floor and go first. No, 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 no. But I, I think we let's just stick to. The okay, I have one. I have one. Okay, so this is our segment. I don't think so, honey. We take one minute to rail against something in culture. This is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Acres, what are you? How big are you, <laughs> stupid bitch? Acre? I have been told that I like, oh, yes, I have this many acres of land. Fuck you. It, how many miles is it, hun? How many oh, feet? Because now we can God. talk. Mm-hmm, I understand mm-hmm. how much feet is. What is acres? I don't think so, honey, that I know. And also, not for nothing, but why are you talking like your old timey, hun? It's the year of our Lord 2020. We say feet, inches, yards, even. 30 seconds. Meters, if you want to get Europe. Listen, acres? No. I don't think so, honey, acres. I don't think so, honey, describing how much, quote unquote, land you have in acres. Literally, what is an acre? Who can tell me? And also, not for nothing, but A-C-R-E. 15 seconds. You don't got no alibi, you ugly. I can't even say this word. It's not sacred, it's acre. And also, get out of that oh word. Oh my, five seconds. Get out of here, acres. More. If, if I'm saying that, I want to say acorn. Hello. And so that's true. one so minute. That's amazing. That's one of your best. Hell, hell yeah. I don't get hell yeah. it. Hell, hell yeah. Does anyone know hell what yeah. an acre is? You, I guess no. you smart, quote unquote, smart people. I, I once lived on a farm and we said uh, we live on, it was on six acres. And I always, I, I could visualize that, but I actually don't know how to, how, was how it big a an huge property? Like what it is it? It was an pretty acre? big actually. Okay. Yes. Does and I, I similarly, my grandfather, before he passed in Greece, bought, three acres like in the middle of nowhere and it was his dream like he wanted to cultivate the land and that was and so i know what three acres looks like well how big doesn't is acre sound like doesn't that sound like a food it sounds like a snack or like honey a cookie, yes you know it, does. it really yeah. does it i'll like get the, i'll eat. get the apricot acre acre mm. yeah mm. oh my god that sounds delicious okay and then someone's like it's actually now. a cray <laughs> so uh-huh. so I just want to say like for once and for all no one could tell me what an acre was not here yeah that's true that's not true here. but when you don't know it, no one can I mean I, I do think know. this is know. our urban bias and we're being very anti-real America didn't you hear yeah. me say I lived on a farm well Sam you live in Bushwick <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. a good point that's a really well, good point the farmland yeah, of Brooklyn a, a smelly farm 
Shut up. Oh my god. Pig style fucker. Whore. <laughs> Pig style fucker. Whore. Slut. Smelly girl. Smelly, smelly girl. Oh, yeah, who's you're, a slut. you're the smelly girl. You put stink all over your balls and not a oh, good yeah. stink. Oh, yeah, I've heard of you. You smell like whole and you fuck. When, when you fuck, is disgusting. Oh, Matt, I wish you're we could whole. all do a smell test now that you've been wearing your ball deodorant for 30 minutes. I just want to make ev- make it very clear that my pants are still completely off. Really? Is that true? Uh, yes, hon. Oh, well, wow. you know, I'm actually only wearing boxers. Oh, my, oh my God. Gosh. I've sort of panned. I'm covering myself up with a blanket because you have to be couth. But, um, you know, I'm new. You have to be, you have to be pooth. More like wow, you Matt. Poo. As you were standing there with no pants during this recording, which of our voices made you most hard? <laughs> yes. What pressed up against the throw? The and most? don't lie, we'll be able to tell. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I feel like Bowen's voice I hear all the time, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it's numb it's, to it. <laughs> I'm sort of just like used to it sexually. You know what I mean? Of course. And yeah. um, you know, the both of you have very sexual tones to your voice. Oh wow! But I, I think do think that's you do. But you, you guys go, both sound hot. I'm Thank gonna um, I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Sam because we haven't explored that yet in our relationship. Oh, that's so nice. We haven't tickled yet. <laughs> Sam, you are making me the hardest. You and get just a leg up advantage Sam in this is not challenge. You're not his type. No, yeah, definitely. Not. Thank you for your support. However, I cannot reciprocate at this time. Okay, that's fine. I'm okay with it. <laughs> um, this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey, if you can believe it or not. And I can confirm that his... Well, let me get my thing up. Okay, his time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Lady Gaga abandoning the concept of kindness punks after the release of Stupid Love. (laughs) There was no callback to it at any point in the Chromatica release cycle. And we still have not heard one damn thing about what kindness punks are and do or think. And I want to know more about kindness punks because I want it to be one. Mm When I first heard the term kindness punk, I said, I want to be that. Mm -hmm. But now I don't know what that thing is. I don't know what that is. And Lady Gaga, you have some defining to do. Instead of making all these videos, about being hit by a car or something, 911. Your biggest enemy is you because you're not, no, your biggest enemy is me. Papa 911, please patch the line. I think you need to explain what a kindness punk is because the people need to know more. Seconds. It's what we need as a culture to be kindness punks. But again, who among you, this is like the Acres question, who among, who among you can tell me what a kindness punk Five is? Five seconds. In October of 2020, I need to know what it is because that's the only way we can heal. That's one minute. You know, while I agree, I I had been waiting for Lady Gaga to explore the theme of trauma. You know, I feel like we haven't heard about that from her. (laughs) I didn't know that was something she had experienced. Yeah, that's that was why I was excited (laughs) to see the 911 video because I just hadn't really heard her delve into that. But um, Bowen, I do have to say, one, I appreciate you speaking truth to power. uh, But two, I'm kind of was so thrilled that she didn't just keep saying kindness punks. I thought it was a smart move to be like, actually, I'm going to go ahead and just leave that in the past. Like Sam no. is a stan. Sam is a stan more so than any of the like stan Twitter accounts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I'm, a, actually I'm true. a bigger I'm a bigger Gaga stan than Sam is. I okay, promise. fight. Oh my god, girls, <laughs> go for it. Bowen, you have 30 seconds right now. I'm putting time on the clock to say why you were a bigger stan. I think than- Bowen literally wants to, <laughs> go. needs to work. <laughs> I, I, I don't care, George. I don't, I, I, wait, stop, I'm stopping the clock. George, I don't need your opinion. I really don't. I, and you look, you look disgusting, honey. And you look ugly. Poor ugly. 
You looked whore. like an ugly whore when you said that. And you've looked pretty hot before, before earlier, but now you look ugly. So stop. Oh, my God. Anyway, one one acre is 43,560 square feet. S square feet. Okay. Great. <laughs> that feels like uh, that feels insane. We're not doing this. We, we need to move Bowen, on to I don't think so. <laughs> Go. I, I'm sorry. I, was the premise to attack Sam or to say how Why I'm the biggest stand? little monster? Why, talk about how you are a bigger stand than Lady Gaga in relation to Sam. Go. I, okay. I was checking in on Gaga Daily, the official Lady Gaga message boards, every single day during the art pop era when people were not on board. I was with her when she was at her lowest, at her worst, and I was still standing and still engaging in the conversation, sweetie. So mm-hmm. I will, I've been there for Gaga when she was at her lowest. I will be there for her when she is at her best. I watched the entire South by Southwest keynote Attack speech where she, where she was in a garbage bag and had white dreads. Sam is, Sam is white. Okay. So now, Sam... You now have to do the same thing towards Bowen and remember that he called you white. So it might be wise to say something about his race. (laughs) Bowen, I may not have been on the message boards and I may not be the encyclopedia of Gaga knowledge that you are, but I have heart. And isn't that what loving Gaga is all about? Because I have loved her since the beginning and I don't, I don't check the message boards. I'm not a researcher for Gaga daily. I am a fan and a stan and a stan is is an emotional bond like one would have with the Lord who I believe in and who is Gaga and my paws are up and you are white too. Yes, it's <gasps> oh my god, he is white. Wow. All right, well, George, who won? <sighs> Listen, Perez Hilton. <laughs> I really, yeah, I mean, 2000, I, have to, 2008 I, I, I have to give it. I have to give it to my co-host Sam Taggart, but I also have to say that I'm disappointed that he didn't bring up. Since Bowen brought up South by Southwest, Sam should have brought up the vomit artist that, in fact, accompanied Lady Gaga at South by Southwest and who is very important in Stradio Lab lore. And we have discussed her doing multiple episodes, including the Bowen one. Including my episode. We talked about her a lot, that vomit artist. And we all stand the vomit artist equally. So Sam won this round, but Bowen can always know that I had a crush on him for multiple weeks. (laughs) Well, that's a good opinion. That's why I asked for your opinion. Hmm. And now I say Bowen won. So interesting. So thank you for your opinion when you said that. All right. So now it's going to be time actually for Bowen. Who should go first? George should go first. George. Okay. I have, I have a very, I have an improv one. Are you ready? Yes. I'm, I'm very excited about that. Okay. Wow. Famed stand-up George Severus the, does an improv I don't think so. Remember okay. that remember who's in the chat? Famous improvisers Bowen Yang and Sam Tiger. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> they were both Famous on their team. Might, might on they were both on their teams. <laughs> I just at need a challenge. NYU I've and knocked, UVA heard of it. I've knocked out of the park every I don't think so high I've ever done. And yes, I need a you challenge. have. You have. Okay. okay. He really has. And Turn now your phone for on. another for another grand slam. Yes. Here is George Severus. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Instagram. Oh. I think oh, we have all seen God. enough. Get and her, Jade. To, uh, <laughs> dis- to, to illustrate this, I'm going to improvise by going on Instagram on my phone right now and doing oh. live commentary on each yes. post that I see. Let's see oh which God, white people are sharing her. factually inaccurate graphics about voting. Okay. Let's see. Uh, a gay person sharing a meme about Kim Cattrall. Stupid. Uh, That's our someone, culture. 
someone Stupid. at the MoMA wearing a mask. It's Natalie Walker, and she actually looks gorgeous. 30 seconds. Um, oh, uh, oh uh, someone made a cartoon, but it's bad. A video on someone's oh. Finsta of them cooking. Why would you make an entirely new Instagram account? Do Jade, that? get her. Um, okay, an advertisement <laughs> for furniture I can't afford. Design within reach. Seconds. Where? Oh, oh my God. Get her, um, Jade. Okay, someone I don't like, but got a writing job recently. Um, Congrats. <laughs> Oh, uh, a character video from Lorelai. I bet it's really funny, but I'm not going to listen to it now. And how much time do I have? And I just want to say, I don't think so, honey. Scientists, where's the vaccine? Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Smart. Papa 911, you Smart. got her, Jade. You really did. Insta found dead. Scientists found dead. Uh, not found working hard enough, that's for sure. Well, right. I've said what I have to say. You really that was did. beautiful. You shut that and down. Yeah, He's, I just got a text George's, George's Instagram five five. closed. Instagram closed. That, you know, you're really you're really onto something there, George. Because who, right, by a show of hands, who feels good on Instagram? Not me. Okay, no um, one raised their hands. Let's move on to Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to go. <laughs> oh, oh my god, that's your yeah. opinion. That's your opinion. <laughs> um, okay, so Sam Taggart. This is your like millionth. I don't think so, honey. I feel, and you sometimes do pull out like really real thinkers. You know, they're hit oh. or miss. Honestly, I'd say they're hit or miss. They're big swings, we'll and sometimes you miss. Welcome to the club. <laughs> and okay. his time starts now. I don't think so, honey. My big fat ass with its little little hole. It is a <laughs> trap for potential suitors. They see that big round acre wide yes. ass, and they say, "I'm gonna put acre my wide. little." penis in that and <laughs> and then when they try oh baby i say ouch no thank you i actually can't i'm actually really bad at that can we actually stop uh, i'm sorry i said like, can you make it soft for me they say no this is how sex works it's a hard dick in a hole mm. and i just want to say this is some seconds. sort of mirage for men it's it's cruel what i do to them i present mm -hmm. them mirage. with this luscious yeah. rump they want to gobble mm -hmm. it up and yet they can't because the hole is too small it's like yeah. those butterflies that present seconds. as uh, predators with the big eyes, but mine presents right. as something to fuck. <laughs> and oh. then you, you try yeah. and you actually learn that you can't. And it Five is some seconds. sort of uh, trick and trap. And I am sorry. And I forgive you for trying. And that's one minute. Wow. 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 I really relate. I you really have a small relate. hole too? Oh, yes. Medically, Bowen, for sure. So you, so Sam, you have a small hole. Bowen, you have a small I've hole? It's it's um it's small. It's You've, not medically. I don't know if I've gotten medically um told that it's that's a small hole, but it feels I I identify as having a small hole. Okay, and George, I would say mine's average. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. All well, right. Uh, this has been um I would say electric. Mm. Uh, this was one of the most electric episodes. It was like serious for a little, right? Like kind of scary. I liked I liked the um I liked the sequencing of this episode where it started out, you know, fun. I brought a weird question in where I was like, I'm the Sam and George is the Matt, and then we argued about that. Mm -hmm. And then it got serious, but then it got it got really fun and giggly and kooky at the end. That's I don't true. remember it being serious. It was serious. It was really serious. I had it was to very serious. Leave. Gaslighters. 
gaslight Big timer <laughs> Doing anything to get your ass timer And we were making fun of the girl with blue hair And Matt's over here Unbelievable Gaslighter <laughs> Big timer Oh my god, very good Doing anything To Beautiful. get Your I don't know that next word. Horror. <laughs> this has been a wonderful episode of Las Culturistas. Please, really please read or listen to Stradio Lab, one of the best podcasts. It makes us laugh, so. It makes us laugh, so they are really doing the work, the good work of booking guests outside of the Las Culturistas universe. <laughs> and <laughs> for that, we thank them. And um, it really sort of expands my horizons as a listener. Yeah, it took them way too long to book us. That's not true. No, it did. Okay. It's true for Matt. It's true for Matt. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we close every we close every every episode with a song. Gaslighter, <laughs> big timer, <laughs> doing anything. Do we so- sing along or <laughs> Yeah, sing. I'm bad at that one. Do no, Papa 911. Do Papa 911. No, no, Sam. Go, no, Sam. here we go. No, no, no. I I have a good one. Go. I was 23. <laughs> he was she 45. was 35. I was oh, high enough. He was just a To listen to more of that, listen to the best <laughs> Lady Gaga album, Joanne. <laughs> There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.